0: I cry, ship ahoy Once again we say welcome aboard It's good to be with you at this time Brother Mon's speaking I program here called Amen, the Mariner's Call What a blessing to be with you By means of radio In the book of Matthew Matthew chapter 9 Our thought uh, for uh, this program today and I say, as our intro puts it so well, ahoy, ahoy to all of you. Thank you for just being there. It, sometimes this program is heard. Most of the time it's heard around the weekend period of time. But all, time, all during the day, all during the night, so whenever you're there, uh, thank you so much. If you'd ever like to correspond with us, if you have access to a computer, it's just F O M M. Dot that little period and then org, and that'll bring you directly to the offices of Fishers of Ministry, uh, International. And this is the mission arm of an old-fashioned, fundamental Bible-believing Baptist work right here on the shores of the Bon Secour River. And as far as the shores, I'm talking about literal shores. Our church faces the Bon Secours River. We have a we have a dock. We have a pier. You can come to church with your boat. do not you try it sometime? Now, you folks that live outside the U.S., <laughs> I would, I, it's going to be a long trip for you. But if you live somewhere close, if we ever can help you, please, we not only offer our dock, but we offer our services to you. By the way, we baptize off the end of our dock, one of the few churches left in America that still baptize in a river. Now, because I live in the south and because in the wintertime it does get cold, you know, down here in the month of January, we have few baptismal services. You said why? We have no candidates that are willing candidates, if you know uh, what I mean. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for writing to us. Thank you for corresponding with us. If we can help you, please uh, let us know. I did get through the other day. I think my, even my grandson helped me with putting one of the sermons I preach. I preach a sermon on drifting and I believe we have it on CD now. If you write to us and tell us you left to listen to the program, we'll send you this, this CD. It'd be a message that we preach. It's probably about 35, 40 minutes long. I think that you'll enjoy But if you write, write and ask us for that, and we'll send that to you. The book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 9, I find here in verse 9, Matthew chapter 9, verse 9, And Jesus passed forth, it says, from thence, and he saw a man named Matthew, "'sitting at the receipt of custom.'" Uh, that's not a very good job in Jesus' day. "'And he saith unto him, "'Follow me.' "'And he arose and followed him.'" Boy, I like that. Isn't that good? "'And it came to pass as Jesus sat at meat in the house, "'behold, many publicans and sinners came "'and sat down with him and his disciples.'" And then it says the Pharisees. This was one of the fundamental religious groups of Christ's day. When the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, "'Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners?' And then my text, Matthew nine twelve, And when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, they that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. And he said, now you go learn what that means, verse 13. Now, what's he implying, what's he implying there? He's implying, first of all, that he himself is what? A physician. So we call the Savior the heavenly physician. We can address him, it's just not. We think about the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and understand he's our mediator. But all just to think about him as maybe Dr. Jesus. We've thought about him that way, Dr. Jesus, not only in the realm of the physical, but also in the realm of the spiritual. He said, they that behold beholden, not a physician, but they that are sick. All right, he calls himself a physician here. Now, who is he saying is sick? Oh, it's the religious crowd. What do they need? What can this physician do to these who are sick? It says, they that be whole. He can make them whole. Now, I'll be honest with you, my friend. I'm a perfect illustration of that. Uh, Religious, yes, lost. Religious, uh, a religious sinner. Oh, by the way, I thought I had it all hid. And my parents didn't know, you know. Community didn't know. My friends did not know. A sorry sinner, but yet religious. And my friend, I'm glad I found the one who is the heavenly physician. 1966, my friend transformed my life from the inside out. I haven't been whitewashed; I've been washed, washed white. The medical field today—oh, just hundreds and thousands of physical doctors. Are they? And they all specialize today. I have a general medical doctor and then if something was wrong, I, he would refer me to a specialist, maybe a heart, maybe the lungs, uh, uh, the ear, ear, eyes, nose and throat, uh, the toe, even the hair, uh, the teeth, all kinds of doctors. but all could any of them compare to our Savior the Lord Jesus Christ, even physically. What about our Savior? He never used a drug. He never performed an incision. He healed people immediately, right on the spot. No misfires, no bad diagnosis. No one could even die around Jesus Christ. If you were crippled, perfectly whole by this physician. Blind, bleeding, diseased, perfectly whole by the heavenly physician. Fever, death, dumb, dead, my friend. You got in his presence, oh, he would give give life. Oh, do you know this one? With all the doctors around today, physically. You know, isn't it amazing how that we're still sick with all the education, all the knowledge, all the degrees, all the experience and the research and the lab work, all the new drugs, and we're still sick physically, more so sick spiritually. I highly recommend this one that we call Dr. Jesus. In fact, have you been to him? I not only recommend, but I can get you an appointment. You said you can. I can get you in to see him this morning. Tonight You said, are you somebody special? Oh, no, just a satisfied customer. And as far as getting you to see him, he's there in a the moments of time. In fact, let me just mention a few things here real quick to show you how that this one called Jesus. Oh, we could gladly call him Dr. Jesus. And what about his office hours? Every doctor has office hours. My doctor's office hours. If I see him, I have to be there early, 8 o'clock. From 8 to 5. All right. Now, what if I wake up in the middle of the night? I call my wife. I said, Lenora, <laughs> my tummy hurts. You know, I need to go to the doctor. she say, you're going to have to wait till in the morning. And that's what I do. I'm supposed to wake up in the middle of the night in my jaw, my tooth, oh, you know, the side of my jaw is swelled all up, you know. I've got an abscess tooth. You know, I said, I've got to go to the dentist. You said, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna wait till the next morning to go to the dentist. But Jesus, oh, he's there. As far as our Savior is concerned, oh, he never slumbers, never sleeps. He's always on the line. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Physically, he's there to help. Spiritually, he's there to help. Maybe when Satan is there to deceive and maybe the temptation is so great, it makes no difference the time of the day and night. You can walk into his office. and Oh, he can raise his hand and perform a perfect healing on you, my friend. His office hours, you can get in to see him today. You can get in to see him this afternoon. Why don't you, in fact, why don't you close your eyes and confess unto the Lord your need right now. Maybe you've wandered far away from God. Maybe maybe your heart is hurting. You You really need to see him. He can give you some help. What is this feel of service, by the way? Oh, he likes to help with the heart. In fact, he specializes in helping the heart. Was it, Psalm 147, verse 3? It says, he healeth the broken heart. Have you ever had your heart broken? Have you ever had your heart just be so full of sorrow and some things that have come your way? Maybe some some incidences that uh, that has happened, you know, and some things that's just knocked on your door and it's just weighed heavy upon your heart. Maybe it has to do with a friend or a loved one or your own children or your help. Your heart hurts so bad. What do you do? Dr. Jesus, they that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. Sick in the sense of having a heart that hurts, my friend. He also likes to help those who are blind. Oh, he helped me. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not. If you listen to this program and Christ is not your Savior, you're described in the Bible as someone that's blind. You said, I'm not. I said, you were blind. He said, I'm not. I said, sir, you, ma'am, you are blind if you don't know Christ. I've had people tell me, I can't understand that. I've had uh, people say, and you show them the word of God, and the man said, well, I can't see that. Well, I know why, sir, because you're blind. You know what the Lord can do? Oh, if you go to his office, oh, you go to the throne of grace, my friend. Kneel there. I tell you what, he'll open the door for you. He'll put his hands on your eyes. He'll open your eyes and help you to see things you never could have seen before. I remember him opening my eyes. Oh, to see, I've been in situations where as far as some of the Bible, I said, Lord, I cannot understand this. And he's opened my eyes to biblical truth even. Oh, field of service, blindness. Oh, what about his clients? Who are they? Would the Lord help a poor man? Why, of course. Isaiah 55, one whole it says, all ye that thirst, one that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, <laughs> come, you can get some help. What about a rich man? Luke 19, there was old Zacchaeus. He was chief among the publicans. He was rich. Did he get some help? Oh, Jesus went to the house of that little shrimp. He'll help the rich and the poor. What's his terms? What does it cost? I'm trying to get you to make a visit, to pay a visit to Dr. Jesus. Oh, especially if you're lost without the Savior, especially if Jesus. You said, I don't know, Brother Mun, I just, I don't know if I could just get you to come into his office and sit for a few moments. She said, what does it cost? It costs your praise. You said, that's all? Psalm 103 and verse 2, old David said, bless the Lord, O my soul. The only thing the Savior asks is that you praise him. What little could anyone ask? If my physical doctor provided some physical help for me and fixed a problem, tell you what, I'd tell you his name. I'd tell you where he was. I could call him out any time. I'd not be ashamed. We should do that as far as the Savior. I don't witness as I should. I wish I could just go around with a sign up and down the street and tell everybody. I know God didn't call us to do that, but we need to praise him. Lord, thank you for saving me. What does he, you know, the price for salvation, what is it? It's just offering him thanksgiving and praise. And, of course, then our service to him. Oh, Simon Peter, the old fisherman there, his mother-in-law one time lay sick of a fever. She's burning up. She's fixing to die. All right, the Savior comes in. This was Simon Peter's mother-in-law, by the way. Ooh, that proposes a problem. Then he can't... uh, he can't be a leader Then he can. He can't be the foundation of a church, you know, because he's married, you know. But it says here, when the Savior healed her, it says, she arose and ministered unto him. What a thought that's there. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? You said, yes, preacher. Then let's recommend him. Dr. Jesus, they that they behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. Jesus, then, is a physician. Who is he to help? People who are sick. What can the physician do to the sick? He can make them whole. I'm an illustration of that. I'm sure you are also. My friend, do you need Dr. Jesus? Always far better than some of these guys that claim to be these professional faith healers, you know. Hadn't come to find out a lot of it's just fake. And of course, some of these things are supernatural in the sense the devil can perform miracles, by the way. But I'm glad I've been to Jesus' office. For me, it was January the 2nd, 1966. Walked into his office, a sorry sinner. Walked out. Saved, my friend completely made whole, washed in the blood. I highly recommend the office of Dr. Jesus. Until next week, this same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.